Hi there. I am so glad that you're here with me. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. My name is Denise Alvarez, and I have the honor of hosting this podcast, and I'm so glad that you're here. So just in case we are new friends, I will tell you just a little bit about me. Through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get the pleasure of helping horse business owners like you convert your website visitors into your customers through website design, website content, email marketing strategy, and coaching. My goal, whether it's here on the podcast or working one-on-one with my clients, is to help you build a sustainable business so that you can be out in the barn doing more of what I know you love to do. And I get that not everybody loves marketing, and so that's why I'm here. I love to provide you with a mix of step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos so that you can not only see what's possible for your horse business when you use marketing well, but I also love to guide you through that process and help you make it happen. And I know that sometimes you might hear me talking on the podcast and hear me say things like marketing is for you no matter your size of business or no matter the niche of your business in the equine industry. And you might think, sure, Denise, that sounds great, but those tactics or those strategies, they're not really going to work for me and my business. My lesson barn is different. My training program is unique. My saddle, my supplement, whatever it is, it's not like that. Well, if that's the case, I am very glad that you're here today because we are going to look at five different equine businesses and I want you to see how they are crushing it online with their marketing. We'll look at a few different aspects and a few different categories of businesses too. Now, when I say crushing it, I have not seen these businesses' sales numbers, but as you'll see, their success is going to speak for itself. Now, for each business, we're not looking at their entire marketing plan in action. Instead, I've studied their marketing for you, and I'm going to pull out something specific for each one that you can take and apply to your business. So it may be website, it may be social media, you'll have to wait and see. Now, a quick disclaimer here. I honestly don't know each of these business owners personally. I'm just sharing them with you because I want you to see what's possible. All right. Now, of course, I will link to each one of these in the show notes of this episode, so make sure you go to stormlily.com slash 23 for episode number 23 to see the full list and have links there as well. Okay, are you ready to jump in? I really think this might be one of your very favorite episodes. So let's look at five equestrian businesses that are crushing it online. Now, of course, watch out for ideas that you can adapt in your own business and your own audience, okay? All right, business number one is Stacy Westfall, and her website is stacywestfall.com. Now, first, I'll tell you just a little bit about the business, and then we'll talk about the marketing side. Now, I first heard of Stacy a few years back when I started to get back into horses again, which as many of you know that I started to do that about four or five years ago, although I had grown up with horses, I had a period of time where I maybe wasn't involved with them as much. And so about five years ago, I decided what was I thinking and jumped back in and somebody had said I needed to look Stacy up on YouTube and watch her videos. And I did, and I loved it. She's a very versatile horse trainer who's had a lot of success in a variety of disciplines over the years. 
Now, fast forward a few years from when I first heard about her, and just this past month, Stacy was actually on the cover of the American Quarter Horse Association Journal with a really neat article written about her journey from being the first woman to win Road to the Horse, a major colt starting competition that I'm actually super excited to get to go to here in a few weeks with my parents to even having a video of her riding bridalist go viral to the point that Stacy was invited onto the Ellen DeGeneres show. Now, that's a super quick highlight reel for you. But what I loved about this AQHA article is that I learned that Stacy actually loves marketing and she actually does her own marketing. And so as you hear how she's crushing it online, I don't want you to think, oh, but she's not really doing that. That's her team doing it for her. Well, I learned that that's not the case. So now technically, to be honest, even if that was the case, I would say, good for her for investing in marketing for horse business, right? I don't think that everybody has to be a DIYer to get it done and to do marketing well. But I do think that knowing that Stacy digs in and gets it done adds a whole nother level of respect, right? Okay, so let's look at how Stacy is crushing her marketing online. She's doing a lot of things really well, to be honest, but what I wanna focus in on is her website. Now, it's not just beautiful, which it is, and it's not just well-organized and easy to understand, and she even has a really great lead magnet where she's collecting email addresses, which, as you know from being on the podcast, is a very valuable freebie that you give away in exchange for your email address. But here's what I want you to know specifically and pull out about Stacy's website is the copy, the words on the website. So if you were to go there and read it, her website is written in such a way that you actually feel like you're talking to Stacy in a conversation. It doesn't feel stuffy. It doesn't feel like it was written by a third party, and it really does feel conversational. Now on her homepage, you see very clearly what it is that she does, and you know if you identify or fall within her best fit audience, which we've talked about here on the podcast before. It says on her website, she teaches people how to understand, enjoy, and successfully train their own horses. So she's using her marketing copy in a really smart way to identify if you're a best fit for her. And then if you go throughout that website, you're going to see that she has written her content with the reader in mind. It speaks directly to the reader. Literally, it says I when she's talking about herself. Instead of saying, Stacy has won this award. Stacy does this. Stacy does this. It literally says I. And then she also says you when she's speaking to the reader. So if you jump on there and take a look, that's what I want you to notice because so often, even if you look at the about page, rather than it being filled with pictures and accomplishments, instead her about page has character and it truly makes you feel like you know her by the time you get to the end of it. It's really interesting. So here's the thing. We're going to talk about each of these businesses. We're going to talk about their marketing, and then I'm going to give you a takeaway. So here's your takeaway for our first business. And that is when you write your website copy, when you write the words for your website, I want you to infuse your personality and be conversational. Remember, it doesn't matter if you're a business selling to a business, if you're a business selling to a consumer, consumer selling, you know, you know, the whole B2C, B2B, Whatever it is, people buy from people. 
So when you write your website copy, remember that sound like a person and it's okay. And talk to the people that are going to be on your website, like they're a person because they are. All right. So that was item number one or business number one. So let's look at our second equine business and how they're crushing their marketing online. Now this one is a lesson barn and it is called twin Oaks riding. They're at twin Oaks farm and they're in Virginia. And to be honest, like I said, I don't know them either. I was looking for a great lesson barn website that I could share with you when I found their website. And so they have lessons at their facility. They have horse camps, they provide boarding, and they also do private parties. And so I hope that many of you identify with that because they are doing a few different things, but they're making it very clear what they do. And that's what I want to talk about, about Twin Oaks. So when it comes to their marketing, what they're doing really well is making their website easy to navigate. If you were to go to their website, which like I said, I'll link to on the show notes at stormlily.com slash 23. But if you were to go there, what you would see is that they have a header navigation menu. That's very clear. It's easy to read. And it's, it's so simple. I just love it. And it provides information. Their website does provides information to commonly ask questions but in a really smart way. So it's not just a whole bunch of text, which I see a lot of times. They are using headers in a smart way. They're having their paragraphs, not super long, you know, two to three sentences at a time. They make it easy to find the answers without having to read a whole bunch of text because of the way they've organized it. And you don't have to download a bunch of PDF forms to find the information. So I know a lot of people sometimes are hesitant Uh, to put the information on their website. They want people to have to go through the steps of downloading this PDF to get all the details before you can even reach out and, and come for the first lesson. But instead, Twin Oaks has done a really good job of making them approachable and putting that information out there. Now, I have shared with you that I actually started to take writing lessons myself earlier this year, and I am loving it, by the way. If we're friends on Instagram, you've probably seen me share about that there. But what I wanted to share with you about that is when I was going to look for writing lessons in my area, it was really hard to find the information that I needed, the information that you would think would be easy to find just regarding schedules or even the discipline or the pricing or the instructors, all of the information was not always easy to find. And it was honestly sometimes hard to get a response back. But Twin Oaks is doing a really good job of making it easy for people to find. And I love that they also have had a little fun with it. When you go to the meet the staff section, they actually have photos and bios of their horses too, which I love. So your takeaway from this one is to remember that simple and clear is so much better than providing so much information that you can't get through it or not enough information that they're not getting their questions answered. I want you to make it easy for your website visitors to find the answers that they need. We have talked about here on the podcast, the customer journey, and your website is a big part of their journey. Now, granted, when it comes to search engine optimization, in case that's something that you're familiar with and have worked on, I know that the Twin Oaks website, if you look at that, you may say, well, Denise, it's not, it doesn't have so much content. It's not going to get grabbed for SEO. 
And that might be the case. However, she is using her keywords and the user experience is going to be great. And by the way, Google is paying more and more attention to user experience all the time. So those things really do matter. Okay, so you've got your takeaways for number two. Let's move on to business number three. This is horseclass.com. Now, originally, this was actually CRK training. So in case you are familiar with that, uh, that is actually how I first became familiar with them. But then they changed and they redid their website this past year. And now it's horseclass.com. Now, CRK Training, to share with you a little bit about the history of the business, was started by Callie King, and she started it as a way to continue the education of her writing students between their weekly lessons. So that's what we're going to talk about is her YouTube game. So what she really started doing is putting some YouTube videos out there, but it really has built and grown from then. So now courseclass.com is an international online learning platform for riders, equestrians, horse owners, and horse lovers of all disciplines, riding styles, and experience levels, which I know covers a lot, but they do have quite a library of information as well. So they still have their physical location, which they call their farm campus, which I think is really fun. But their online program is what has really grown for them recently or over the past decade. Now about their marketing. Now, while the horseclass.com website is beautiful and well-organized, and they're doing a really great job collecting leads with a valuable freebie, just like Stacy is, what I'm going to talk about here is something else, because we've already talked about some website strategies. What we're going to talk about for this one is YouTube marketing. CRK Training built up a huge library of free content on YouTube for years. And that fed into her business and she was able to build a paid online platform based on the traffic that she was getting or in large part from the traffic she was getting from YouTube. Now, here's why I'm bringing this up. YouTube is often forgotten and yet it is still one of the largest search engines online. Now, just think about it. When you have a horse problem and you want to see what others are saying or doing or suggesting, where do you go? Oftentimes it is absolutely YouTube. And even with CRK's current training library on YouTube, they still do a free video every Friday. So they are constantly putting information out there. Now, the long-term strategy here is for you to remember that the description and the video content should point your video audience to the online education opportunities that you have to further training, which is what they have done. They took on that long-term strategy. And so if you go now to their video channel on YouTube, then you're going to continue to hear more about CRK training and to go to their website to learn more. Because having a video strategy gives you content to also use on other platforms. So you can use snippets and stories and post on Instagram and all those things. And so that, my friend, is your takeaway from horseclass.com. I want you to consider how you can strategically use YouTube for your horse business. What can you do to make use of that great search engine? Can you answer questions that maybe you already get on a regular basis? Can you answer those in a video format and put them on YouTube on a regular basis? 
Maybe if you're already on YouTube, you need to look at how you're using it. Are you using slides at the end or even in the middle of your video to point people to point people to your free valuable resource or to your website? So those are some things to think about when it comes to YouTube and your marketing strategy for online. Okay. All right. So item Number four is next, or business number four. Now, our fifth equine business is actually a physical product and e-commerce business. It is called Riding Warehouse, and it's ridingwarehouse.com. And like I said, they sell physical products. So I wanted to make sure and provide you today with a variety of different types of businesses. And Riding, Riding Warehouse is an online shopping site that serves the three main disciplines of equestrian sport. So they, that is exactly how they frame themselves. They serve English, Western, and endurance. And so they sell apparel, they sell tack, they sell many other equestrian items online. Now, about their marketing. What I love that they have done so well is that they've identified their audience and they are making it easy to serve them on their website. So if you were to go to their website for the very first time, what you're going to see is three images that are fairly large and they say shop English, shop Western, or shop endurance. And I love that because they realize that while they have, they know their best fit audience. And, you know, we've talked about that here is it's not always just going to be one person or one audience. So they've said, okay, we have a best fit audience for English. We have a best fit for Western and we have a best fit for endurance. And we're going to guide them through this process. And so I love, love that. I think it's really brilliant. Now, actually what I also want to focus on on their website is that they have made their mobile and their tablet versions of their website just as user-friendly and easy to navigate as their computer or desktop version. And that is often unheard of, especially with e-commerce. I know that can be really hard to do because there's so many different filters and options and shopping carts and just a lot more different elements to think of. But Riding Warehouse has done a really great job with that. And so that, my friend, is your takeaway. I want you to remember your mobile and your tablet audience when it comes to your website because Generally speaking, at least half of your website visitors are very likely actually going to be mobile visitors. So it's really important that you think about their experience. Now, one way that you can do that really easily is just to grab your phone and get on your website. Try to move around when you're on a mobile device. Find the answers to the common questions. Try to fill out a form to get in touch. How easy is it to do those things? What does your website look like when they first land there? What pictures do they see? What text do they see? Really think about that strategically, all right? So that's your takeaway for business number four is to think about your mobile audience. Okay, we have made it to business number five. And this is Shenandoah Sport Horses with Alice Bruno. Now, I gave you a disclaimer at the very beginning that I didn't know these horse businesses, but I can now say that I'm Instagram friends with Alice Bruno because she and I have been chatting and I was going to include her in this before she and I started chatting and I've really enjoyed just getting to know her and her process and and how she thinks about things. So I, I haven't talked to her at length, um, but I have talked to her some and if you go visit her on Instagram, I think you'll really enjoy what she's putting out there. 
And that's what I want to talk to you actually about. But first, let's let's talk a little bit more about Alice and what she's doing. So Alice calls herself a horse and rider matchmaker. Her website actually says, I take the hassle out of founding, finding the best horse for you, which is perfect. So Alice has different packages and different levels. And even she does hourly coaching if you're just needing a little bit of advice to find a horse. And that is what she does as her equine service. So I thought this is a really neat example for you to see someone else who's providing a service, but it's not only horse training. It's something a little bit different. And what I want you to see is how she's using Instagram to connect with and serve her best fit audience. Now, if you go to her Instagram account, like I said, I'll link to in the show notes, you're going to see that her posts are on point, meaning she knows who her audience is, she knows who she's talking to, and she knows what it is that she's going to do to serve them well. So she takes her know-how about horses and about selling horses and buying horses. And she shares tips for both buyers and sellers. And sometimes it's just for horse owners in general, which is also really smart because she's showing that she has the horse know-how to help you find the right horse. And what I love is what she shares is so shareable, meaning others are going to want to tag their friends and say, Hey, this is a good point. Did you know this? Or, Hey, I know you're shopping. You should remember this when you're shopping for your horse. And she's consistent with her content, which is really smart. And we've talked about that some when we've talked about social media on this podcast. So she doesn't just post once in a blue moon or once every couple of weeks. She's on there regularly, meaning she's engaging with her best fit audience regularly. And she actually said that stories have been a really good uh, needle mover for her and her business. So she doesn't just use stories as a place to put random things that she doesn't know where to put anyone else. She's pretty strategic with it and she serves and sells through her stories. So your takeaway from this particular equine business is to serve and serve and keep serving. Share what you know and build trust And it really will come back to you. And it's a really great way to crush it when it comes to your online marketing. All right. I know that you have taken away some really good examples and information from today's podcast episode. And so I want you to, like I said, jump over to the show notes, stormlily.com slash 23, because you're going to find the link there for each one of these. So you can take a look and see what it is that they are doing. And if you do jump on there and you do happen to ever reach out to them, make sure that you let them know that I sent you. Okay. Now, of course, here is the key from today's episode, taking action. You have a lot of great takeaways that I've given you, but just absorbing that information and saying, yeah, that's a great point is good, but I'm telling you the really good stuff is going to happen when you take what you're learning and you apply it to your horse business. So I want to hear from you. Send me an email, send me a message on Instagram or on Facebook, and let me know what you are going to apply in your business that you learned on today's podcast. Even just pick one thing. Let me know the one thing you're going to do. Okay. And if email marketing is the thing that you're thinking, you've heard me say that a couple of those businesses are doing that really well. And maybe you keep hearing that and thinking, okay, I hear it. I see other people doing it. I think I can do it. 
Well, I want to help you out with that, all right? I've got a brand new course called Email Marketing Mastery. And as of the time that this podcast episode is going live, the doors are open and I would love to have you join me there. When you do, you're going to get instant access to three video lessons. Plus, each one has a video tutorial to walk you through a particular process in terms of setting up your tech and your delivery of your freebie and things like that. And then a support PDF download that goes along with that as well. Because in email marketing mastery at the end of this course, you're going to have started your email marketing strategy, but you're also going to have started collecting email addresses and you're going to have a process to actually email them on a regular basis. You're going to have that lined up and calendared and emails scheduled when you get done with this course. All right. So jump on over to stormlily.com slash email mastery and get started on your email marketing strategy today. Now, here's the thing. The doors are only open through March 15th. So with spring coming and summer just around the corner, I know that right now is the perfect time for you to get your email marketing strategy and plan in place. And so this is your time to jump in. So jump in by March 15th, because after that, I'm going to close the doors because I want to continue adding to this course. So I want to get people in. I want them to experience it. And then I want to find out what else I can add to it. And here's the thing. If you join now, when I add to the course, you're going to get everything that I add for the price that you've already paid. So you do not have to pay any more when I continue to add to this email marketing course. All right. So jump on over to stormlily.com slash email mastery. And of course, I'll have that link in the show notes for you as well. And if you have any questions about it, please just reach out. I would love to visit with you. All right. As always, if you have any questions about what I've talked about here on the podcast or other questions that you'd like me to answer in a future episode, please reach out. I love hearing from you. You can do that on my website at any time or of course through Instagram and Facebook too. And if you are not subscribed to the podcast, I hope that you'll do that so that you can get notified when a new episode is available. And one last thing, would you take a few moments and leave a review if you happen to listen to the podcast on Apple Podcast? As of right now, the other podcast players don't have a review process, so that's only reason that I'm specifying Apple. But if you're on Apple and you leave a review, that would be so helpful. It'll help me to know what you're enjoying about the podcast, and it will also help other horse business owners to know that this is a place that they can find some practical and actionable tips for their business. So I'd agree greatly appreciate that. But especially, I appreciate you being here with me today. I hope that these examples have been so helpful to you, and I hope that you will join me again here next week. So until then, have a wonderful day. Bye.